This is the memorial service for Ryan Charles Wilson. The first speaker is Kim Wilson, Ryan's mother. The second speaker is Pastor Chuck Wilson, Ryan's father. So, um, I'm not one to speak in front of people. Uh, but God really told me that I needed to speak today. And as I was laying in bed one morning this week praying, um, this is what he gave me, and I just wrote it as, down as fast as it came to me. My heart wants to say thank you. First to New Hope Silbury School District for allowing us to hold this service here today for Ryan. And I know you heard a lot of stories about him at this school, so <laughs> some are good and some are not. <laughs> um, and to Thompson Memorial Presbyterian Church for the, their generous hospitality extended to our family, both last week with the wedding and now this week. And also to Garafina Funeral Home for all your guidance and understanding during this time and for bearing with me when I like, just couldn't make decisions at certain times. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you to our wonderful church and to the New Hope Solberry community. Our family has been so overwhelmed by the love and support from everyone. We have been so touched by the texts, visits, gift cards, meals, and really the feeling that I could call anyone at any moment to help us. God has surely blessed us with a great support system, and we're not going to be able to walk through this without all of you. Thank you to Megan. A smile on Ryan's face the day you guys got married, I will always remember. And the gift of Laurel is unbelievable. Thank you to all of Ryan's friends for the support you've given him for the years, especially to his band and his work. Well, they're next. Okay, okay, sorry. To the band members, you guys have encouraged him through his music and your friendship. Every day he would say he was so thankful for you guys. All the time. He said you sustained him. Thank you to Han Dynasty for understanding him and giving him many opportunities to succeed. He spoke so highly of everybody at Han's and all the staff. He enjoyed it. Especially that lady. Yeah. Yeah, the, the boss lady. So. <laughs> um, thank you to all of our family for always reaching out to Ryan and for loving him all the time through his difficult times. He loved being with everybody. And just last week, Tuesday night, he was anticipating a really great time seeing everyone at Matthew and Juliana's wedding. He couldn't wait to see everybody. Thank you to my kids for all your understanding and love as we have been through our shares of ups and downs. But God has sustained us and he will continue to. He has blessed me with some great kids. And thank you to God for allowing us to raise Ryan for 25 years. He was such a joy to me. He was the best older brother anybody could have. He loved it when I was having a baby. <laughs> He couldn't wait. He was the one in my house who I could, was so excited about it. Um, and I could always count on him all the time if I needed somebody to babysit or run out. 
he was always my steady Eddie. He would do it. He'd be like, Mom, go ahead. Do what you got to do. I'll watch him. Uh, probably Sarah was actually babysitting, but he was there. <laughs> he was in the house, but <laughs> he, he was there. <laughs> um, and one thing I remember him saying, um, he said to me, um, Matthew, I hit a button. Um, he said to me after Andrew was born, this is one thing, classic Ryan, we cannot stop at 12 kids. I am so sick and tired of hearing cheaper by the dozen. So I'm done. Like, no, you can't stop at 12 kids. Um, this past year has been especially difficult for Ryan. He and I talked all the time, and the pain he had was real and unceasing. As his mom, I could not bear to see him in such agony. The magnitude of the battle going inside of him was overwhelming, and I couldn't help him. My hope is that he is finally free from his pain and that he is resting in God's arms at peace. We love you, Ryan. And I will miss you. Moving forward, you can bless us with memories of Ryan. This week, Tyler Hendricks sent me a letter. It touched my heart so much. It was something I never knew. And at that moment, I said, okay, God, please, if you guys have memories of Ryan, silly ones, anything, if you don't mind writing them down for me. I think Mrs. Palau put something back there. I didn't see it. Can email you can email them to me, whatever you have. Um, that meant the world to me to get that letter, Tyler. I really, really appreciate it. Also, um, as Laurel's grandparents, we set up an education fund for her. So if anybody feels led to give towards that, um, she will appreciate that when she turns 18. Um, all the information is in the bulletin. And one last thing, if you see us around, treat us like normal. We're still going to be at the baseball field, soccer field, school, Wawa, Giant, you know, like, we're going to be there. If you want to talk to about us about Ryan, go ahead. If we get upset, it's all right. We, we need to cry. It's okay. But if you don't want to talk about Ryan, that's okay, too. We want to do whatever makes you feel comfortable. But don't be afraid to talk to us. Or not. Or not. <laughs> Everybody talks to her, not to me. <laughs> um, thank you for all the love and support you have all shown us. We live in a loving, supportive community like no other. Thank you. Right, I'm sitting down. Before we had 13 kids, we just had Ryan. For several years, it was just Ryan and me. And no dad ever loved his little boy more. You may tie me, but you can't beat me. He was my buddy, Ry Ry. Kim, I remember you're like, what, it's eight o'clock, let's get him in bed now. And I'm like, oh, not yet, not yet. <laughs> 
nine o'clock. What you, what's put him to bed? He's just a baby. He just he wants to stay up a little bit longer. We're just we're, we're watching something, or you know, or, you know, and, and then ten o'clock she just put him to bed, or else there won't be any more babies. You know, so he's like, yeah, she's like, I've had it with this. Yeah, you know? so she finally forced me to, you know, put him to bed. I hated to put him to bed. I just didn't want to put him down. You know, just put him to sleep and lose you know, that time with him. And then the morning. <laughs> She'd be like, what's he doing? I'd come walking into the kitchen or into the bedroom. She goes, what's he doing awake already? He's not supposed to be awake yet. I go, you woke him up, didn't you? I didn't. I didn't. I've just seen if he was breathing. I've just seen if he's breathing. <laughs> he just sensed me there, you know, and, and she'd be so mad. So. And I remember getting him up before, he, you know, before he could walk, he could throw a baseball and shoot a basketball and... I used to wake him up to watch all the exciting games with me. There's a no-hitter, you know, and we get up, you know, and... So many memories. But then he went to college and life changed because of drugs and alcohol. And I, I mention alcohol too because alcohol is just as destructive. Uh, you know, it's okay, you're out to dinner if you're 21, you're out to dinner and you have a glass of wine, or if you're watching a game, you have a couple of beers. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the right way to use alcohol. But but if it's getting drunk or depending on it for any reason, that's very dangerous. Just as dangerous as any drug. And Ryan, that was his main struggle was alcohol. And when he drank, other things got involved. And, and we, we, I always think of Ryan as BD and AD, before drugs and after drugs. And, and the last seven years have been really, really hard, ending with his death. A lot of people don't have so many questions. I'm just going to tell you, he, it was, he, they, he was drinking with some people. He's drinking, and he thought he was taking Xanax, which is risky enough. But it turned out it wasn't Xanax. Um, it was a, a deadly powder of cocaine, morphine, and fentanyl. And that's what people do. They, uh, as uh, Officer Koretsky was filling me in on this, they, they run out of the Xanax, so they just throw stuff into a bag and sell it. And that's why it's so, so dangerous. You never know. And you shouldn't have been drinking or using drugs anyway, but, but it's so risky today. So, so risky today. You don't know what you're getting. And, and just a couple of things I want to leave you with. One is pain. Pain. Ryan had pain in his life. You've heard that already. And some very painful things happened to him. The worst was losing his cousin, best friend his senior year. This rocked his world, it rocked his faith, and he, it, but the, the problem was he turned to alcohol and drugs. And first of all, it was just for fun, just like enjoyed it, and it was for pleasure, and all his friends were doing it. But, but in time, Ryan began to depend on the alcohol and drugs to cope with his pain. And I want to say this, if you have pain in your life, whether you're 25 or 55, if you have pain in your life, don't fall into the trap of alcohol and drugs using that because it doesn't solve the pain. It only makes it worse. And it gets worse and worse as time goes. We all struggle with something, but the key is what do we turn to in our struggle? What do we turn to in our pain, whether it's mental pain, physical pain, emotional pain, whatever it is, what do we turn to? Drugs are, and alcohol are just a temporary mask. They temporarily mask the pain, and, and, and uh, they, they, in the end, they make it worse. They make it worse in the end. We, and the problem is when we turn to alcohol and drugs, we never learn to cope with the pain. We, we never learn to cope with stress in a healthy way. We... we remain emotionally stunted. We are uh, disconnected emotionally. 
Do we turn to that or we turn to something positive, which will help us persevere through the pain and find healing, as you've heard Mr. Ackerbach shared a little bit ago. You know, activities are great, you know, that give us a natural high. We all do something right. I love to play guitar. If you just stuck with that, it would have been awesome, you know. It, the, the, was it counseling? There's so many great counselors out there. Friends, who, and you guys were such good friends and helped them through so much. Faith, turning to our faith. The second P, I'm going to put this in P's, just to help you remember, pain. And the second one is potential. And I want, this time I want to speak to people who haven't tried drugs or alcohol yet, or maybe you're just experimenting with them. Potential. Everyone is born with God-given potential. Every person here. But if you use drugs or alcohol in the wrong way, you will never realize your full God-given potential. You will not. Every drink, every improper drink, every puff, every pill that you take, part of your potential is taken away, is erased. Part of your potential dies. I know because I've lived it. I've lived it. And you wonder why these crazy parents are always in your face. What are you doing? Don't try this. Why did you try that? What am I smelling on you? Why are we so crazy? Because it breaks our heart because we know. We want and we love you. They wouldn't be crazy if they didn't love you. They wouldn't get crazy about it. If your parents don't get crazy about it. That's, that's what I think is sad, because they don't care. Thank God you have parents who care. And, and reaching our potential is what your parents want for you, your full potential. And that's why NHS Cares exists in the bulletin there. NHS Cares exists to, to help, and I'm just going to read it because I can't remember it now. It says, NHS Cares, it's a group, a coalition. If you would like to support substance abuse prevention efforts in New Hope Solbury and help ensure our young people reach their full potential, the Wilson family encourages you to get involved with NHS Cares. Then it tells you how to contact and Andrea, who to contact Andrea. And, and I'm part of that coalition, and, and we, we, we need your help. Some of you are professionals. We need your help. Some of you are parents. A lot of your parents, we need your help. Teenagers. We need the teenagers to take leadership on this. We need the teenagers to help fight this war. And I want to encourage you to contact Andrea and, and NHS Cares. Get connected because we have a, an amazing community here that can make such a difference together. The last thing, P, is power. The pain, the potential, and the power. How do we go on? I know a lot of you wonder about wondering how, how, how we go on. Where do we get the strength? Ryan's death has rocked our world, and not just the death this last seven years has been brutal. Nobody ever, I'll tell you, nobody ever battled harder than we battled. But we have peace. We have peace because we know God loves us and he has a positive reason for the pain that we're going through. We believe that. Romans 5, 3 to 5 says, Not only so, but we also rejoice in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. 
we believe that. That God loves us and has a positive purpose. And we also believe that God is going to bring something good out of this. He already has so many things. He's going to bring something good out of this very bad thing. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. In all things, God works for our good. We believe he's going to bring many good things out of this very, very bad thing. One beautiful thing he's already brought out is baby Laurel. Back there, Jen's holding her in the back there, baby Laura. In this difficult time, God gave Ryan and Megan a beautiful gift, baby Laurel. And Ryan loved his baby. Oh my goodness, did he love, he loved this baby and he was amazing with her. I remember when she was born, and the, the nurses were all like, you know, first time dad, you know. They were like, this is how you hold her. And he's like, pew, 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 pew. yeah. They were amazed. They go, how do you know what to do? He goes, I've got 12 of these at home, yeah. <laughs> they were shocked. He was laughing about that at the hospital. We believe God is going to bring good things out of this because we have put our faith in God's love. We have put our faith in God's love. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. We have put our faith in God's love. I'm going to speak in depth on this tomorrow. I'll be right here at 10 o'clock again. That's where we meet for church. It's going to be a lot less crowded. You all will be able to find a seat, I think. And I won't be wearing a tie, I promise. I know a lot of you already have a, a good church where you get great spiritual encouragement. And that's super. I hope everybody finds that. But if you, if you still want it, you can't be here tomorrow. You already got your great church. Awesome. But if you still want to listen to it, uh, on our, it's all, we post everything on our podcast, on the NHCC podcast and YouTube. You can Google YouTube and find the same thing. But on, in the bulletin, it has our website there. You just go on Pastor Chuck's blog. And that, the, the part two to this will be tomorrow. Uh, you can listen to that, and also the video that you saw will be posted, or you can watch the video and, and have that too. And also, Kim and I are always here to talk anytime. We're always here. Our whole family is always here. Any of us would be love to share this. I know Ryan put his faith in God's love. I know at one time, John 3.16 was very, very important to him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. He prayed and put his faith in Christ. There was fruit in his life for years. There's great fruit. It changes. Youth group was a huge part of his life. He was on these mission trips and retreats. But he allowed some hurts. And this is the key. He allowed some hurts in his, in his life to hurt his relationship with God and ultimately hurt him. But in spite of all he said and did, fighting God so stubbornly. So many times I said, Ryan, what more does God have to do? God got his attention a lot of different ways. He goes, I, he just said, Dad, I'm really stubborn. I go, do I know it, you know? And, but he could never escape from God. And, and the last song he sent me, we had a lot of discussions. The last song he sent me, I saved it. And I just stumbled across it while I was looking for a picture of his this week. And it shows this spiritual battle it's called Holy Like You, and I, I'm just going to play this song and just make one more comment after this song. I just want you to see the, the struggle that he had, but also see where he was still 
turning to in his struggle. And I asked him, what's this song about, Ryan? And, and he said, it's about the atonement. The atonement, which is when God made us one with him again, at one minute with God. Crawling back to the cross, whether you crawl, walk, or run, get to the cross. And speaking of a running, I want to share one last memory before we close with a song. I used to really be into sports. I'm sorry you're me surprised about that. But, uh, but even after having Ryan, I tried to keep up with playing a lot of different things. And, and I, one day, uh, we went 
I was going to go running, and Kim said, I'll bring the kids. It was when Matthew was a baby, and Ryan was two, maybe two and a half, almost three. And she says, oh, we'll come play at, at the school there while you're running around the track. And um, I planned to run a couple miles, and I remember I, I went around the, the track the first loop around, and as I came around, there was Ryan. He saw me. He was playing in the sand the long jump pit there, and he saw me, and he came running over, he goes, wait for me, Daddy, wait for me, and he starts following me, and I'm like, hey, Ryan, I'll be back, you know, and I kept on going, and I ran my second lap, and I came, and this time he's standing next to the track waiting for me, and, he, and, he's, and he's, I'll never forget, he just like starts, <laughs> he starts running with me again. Wait for me, Daddy. Wait for me. Wait for me. I'm like, I'll be back, you know. And I kept going, and I came around the third time. This time he's in the middle of the track, and he's ready, and he's all pumping his arms. And I come up, and he's running with me, and, and I start the ball away a third time. And he's like, Daddy, wait for me. Wait for me. It broke my heart, so I stopped, and I ran with Ryan. And we came around that, I we only got one lap, lap left, I got in with them, and we came around, and I'm running with Ryan, and he's running so hard, and, and we came around, and there was Kim holding Matthew with this big smile on her face, and she said, everything is different now. Your life, your life has changed forever. And it was. And now it's my turn to say, Wait for me, Rai Rai. Wait for me. So Chuck and Kim and the family will be in the lobby. Uh, we're, we're going to end very soon, and they'll be in the lobby after the... Uh, Service is over. If you haven't had a chance to greet them, please do that. If you had a chance to greet them before and want to do that again, uh, they'll be in the lobby. So as soon as the service ends, why don't you just stay seated for 30 seconds while the family scoots out into the lobby. And then in your program, you see a special thanks to Thompson Memorial Presbyterian Church. You see the address there on Aquatong Road. There is a luncheon. Uh, you are all invited. I talked with Chuck about this. Um, they only have 150 seats. There's obviously more than 150 people here, so Chuck and I said, well, what do we do about that? And he said, I don't know, just invite everybody, and you're invited to the lunch, and if you get there and there's no seat, well, pop in and say hi to the family, and then go have a wonderful lunch at home. But if you get there <laughs> and there is a seat, then you're, you're welcome to stay uh, for that lunch. We're going to sing again. I'm going to pray first, and then I'm going to ask that we all stand. Uh, would, would you stand for prayer as well? And then let's join in the beautiful hymn, Amazing Grace. Let's pray together. God, our Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for today. Thank you for this time to remember Ryan, to hear stories of who he was and his joys and his successes, and also to hear of the struggles that he went through. And we rejoice in the fact that even 
in the midst of those struggles, God, he remembered who he was in you. He remembered his atonement that is found only in Jesus, and he was reaching out, coming back to that. And God, as we've heard some of those struggles and what they entail, God, we know that we all face struggles, maybe not in the same way, but maybe there are those today who are facing struggles in the exact same way. But whatever we're facing, God, we know that life is not easy. And God, I pray for your, your working today especially in those who are struggling with something. God, we've heard that all things work together for good and that you can take tragedy and turn it into beauty. You can take sadness and turn it into blessing. You can take a struggle, God, and, and give us perseverance and give us, give us hope through that. And God, I pray for your spirit to outpour that peace and that hope in the Wilson family today and in the days that are ahead. And God, I pray that you would work your beautiful way, God, and that you would bring beauty out of this situation. And that you would turn people to you and that out of this tragedy would, would, would come an outpouring of praise to you and that your name would ultimately be magnified and lifted up. But today especially, I pray again for the Wilson family. And I pray that you would give them your strength, your peace, your endurance, your love. Wrap your arms around them and let them feel that. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Soon dissolve like snow. The sun. 